Alright, hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one, I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the third and final re-recording that we are having to do, uh, because of a recent data loss. But, uh, yeah, this is the From the Closet podcast. And, uh, if you've listened to a couple of our previous episodes, you know that we had a data loss happen here where we lost uh, half of the audio to three of our episodes, and this is the last one. Also, you say um, it's the third and final, but if the past has any uh, indication of the present, third and final it's not going to be the absolute. Third and final of this specific data loss. I feel like yeah. that was pretty clear. I just needed to see use that line. Yeah, uh, but anyway, from the Closet Podcast, uh, blah, blah, blah. Today we are covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot and the Marvel One-Shots for the second time. Uh, (laughs) It's already an awkward recording. Let's do that one again. You will find a link in the description below to to Pastebin, which will have links to... The Just Watch places for uh, the Just Watch links for anything I can find. Um, I'm pretty sure Just Watch has links to all of the one shots, but when it comes to Agents of Shield Slingshot, I might just have to link the YouTube playlist. Yeah, though I don't know. They are just extras in DVDs. Do you really think they're? Um, Just Watch is going to have them. They are, because they are separate entities. Like, they're separate entries on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. They're not, like, listed under the bonus features of movies, which actually they used to be. Still, well, whatever. That's a, um... Hopefully. Yeah, either way, you'll find a Pastebin link, um, and I will... Well, actually, it'll probably be a link to our Google document. Which I might have already made, now that I think about it. Who knows, but I guess you just have to look in your uh, Google Docs. Yeah, I mean, mean, for listeners, it won't matter anyway, because this will all be figured out before the episode goes live, so it's not like... Hopefully. (laughs) No, it will. Alright, so... uh... Also in the description, you'll find a link to our Patreon where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books, and that podcast is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Um, Also in the description is a link to Spotify for Podcasters, where you can find links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter where you can be notified when we release new episodes. Um, If you'd like to support us but can't do so financially, listening to us on Spotify is the best way to do so, because we have recently lost monetization on all of our episodes, and the only way for us to get it back is to get more listeners on Spotify. With all that being said, though, you can join us... uh, Lily, I... Okay, I, I remember now. You can join us next week for... Uh, The Lion King and Moana. So, both fantastic things here. I I guess that's a spoiler, actually, to say that next week you can join us for Moana. 
Hmm. Um, oh, well. Also, I do want to make an unfortunate announcement that our coverage of the X-Men franchise is going to be put on hold uh, because X-Men Origins Wolverine was not on Disney Plus when we checked it. Um, I'm going to make this announcement once again at Black Panther, and then I'm not going to repeat it again. So, you know what I find funny about this recording? What's that? We um, had to record Thor Ragnarok early so we can get in this recording. Yep. To find out that not only we didn't have to record early at all because of how short it was... And now I have to record it again after Thor Ragnarok's already been released. No, we still needed to record it early so that you knew who the Grandmaster was. Um, yeah, but that's already released now. Yeah, but um, just one more thing before we fully get started on all of this. Uh, you can also join us next month for Inhumans. And I, I, I'm not really looking forward to that, but okay, we're covering, like, we're recording that in, like, two weeks. Huh. But thankfully, okay. thankfully, though, after the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's going to get a lot easier to cover Marvel television shows because none of them are nearly as long. I see. Yeah. Finally, finally, we're almost done with Agents of Shield. Yeah, it's been an it's been an interesting ride. Uh, a ride I very much loved, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah, like I don't know, season one and season two had elements that I was like, eh, this this could be better. Um, and season one had a very problematic episode for me, but whatever. The plot twist was also not that good. Yeah, but. I mean, season three was pretty damn good, and then season four, holy shit, that is one of the best things I've seen out of Marvel in the last several years. Like, that has to be my favorite season of any TV show we've covered, even now. Yeah. But, uh, regardless, we're going to start talking about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot first. Um, and there will possibly be a timestamp in the description that you can jump to if you want to hear our discussion on the one-shots. If I remember to put a timestamp in. I'm the one that's releasing the episodes. Yes, but I'll look for the timestamp while I'm editing. So I can uh, give it- okay. Yeah, so I can give it to you and you don't have to do any work. And that's if I remember to look for that timestamp. I love not doing work, though, to be fair, and if you forget, I there's also a chance I would just look for it myself anyway. Yeah, but okay, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot. Alright, this is a miniseries, and I honestly don't feel like it needed to be one. This could have just been an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. But it was presented by Geico. Yeah, because that... It's a thing. I feel like this was done just to advertise Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, when I look at, um, when I watch this, not not just for the first time, for the second time, it just really wants to make me get, uh, car insurance. I don't know why. You don't even have a car. <laughs> 
And it's not even uh, a Seth good P- ad for Geico at all. So it's like... No, it's terrible. But watching this makes me... It's a set list. First one, get a car. Second one, get Geico. Step three, get a shiny Trico and name it Geico. Uh, okay. I know it doesn't make sense in, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lore, but come on, Geico, you're sponsoring these episodes. You could have at least added the Geico Gecko. Come on. That would have been, um, something. Something for sure. Um. It would at least give it, like, a bit more point. Like, right now, it's just, here's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. With Geico. Yeah. And, like, can we talk about this? Okay. I think, for like, aside from the fact that my main issue is that this should have just been an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, let's treat it like it is. This is a pretty damn good episode. It's a pretty good episode. If, especially if you just treat, like, all the gaps as just... Um, Commercial breaks. Yeah, that's thank you. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like it, it. It feels like I'm. <laughs> it feels like an episode split up by commercial breaks. Cause like when I was hitting next on the YouTube playlist uh, to skip the credits, I felt like the episode was just continuing. <laughs> I mean, basically, it was. Yeah. And honestly, I would almost, almost say that um, this could just been an Agents of Shield episode. Kaiko just said. Hey, let's turn this into a mini series. But it doesn't feel like that either. Yeah, I feel like it is just a little shorter than a typical Agents of Shield episode. So there is and that. Also, Agents of Shield episodes uh, th- they have around the same episode uh, count per season. If this was just randomly in there. It would have thrown that off. Yeah, uh, until you get to season six and seven, which for some reason I think are thirteen episodes. Eh, they kind of fell off. Well, they wanted to tell a completely different story, and they kind of went off in their own direction. Um, and there's some interesting implications because of it, but we'll get into that when we do season six and seven. I'm just as confused as you are. I'm talking to the audience, by the way. Yeah, um, let's just say, uh, interesting implications and leave it at that. Uh, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot, I, I, I feel it didn't need to be a miniseries, but, like, coming to it, alright, I'm seeing, like, Daisy in this miniseries, and it's like, God, Secret Invasion is, like, out next week? Like, the first episode, I think, is out next week. And it's like, uh, I, there have been rumors that she's gonna be in Secret Invasion. So, like, I'm very excited to watch that. Um, is Secret Invasion, um, one with, uh, Nick Fury? Yes. Oh, I saw a trailer for that in the cinema. Yeah, it's a Disney Plus series, so... That's a weird thing to see a trailer in the cinema. I mean, you were watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, so... Fair enough. <laughs> no, I was actually really excited for something that had Nick Fury in it. Yeah. And 
are we, it seems like we're gonna get more um, explanation on sword. Probably. Um, I'm not sure, but something to they, note about it was a space station. Something to note about Secret Invasion, though, is that from what I understand, it's going to take place during the blip, and I. I the what? I guess you'll have to find out what the blip is later, as we cover later stuff. Cover later th stuff, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, yeah, de definitely I, I, don't I, I, Google the blip if you don't already know what it is, because uh, that's, uh, that's just kind of big. Should I know? Yeah, I feel like you should know. Like, sh wh what should I know from what? From, like, it's it's one of the biggest things that happened in Marvel during 2018 to 2019. Huh. Oh, sorry. Um, now I understand. Yeah. I always, I hate that name. Because it's just not straight. I know it as a different name. I mean, Probably the one that the meme community gave it. It is, uh, it is a pretty straightforward name because people. Like, I think of blip. blip, and I think of like blimp, like, like the balloon in the sky blimp. Yeah, but there's no M here. It's just blip. I don't even know what a blip is. Is that a word? Yes. Is that a sound? Yes, it's a word. <laughs> is it a napkin? It's when it's a word for when something like briefly disappears. Oh, so like all humanity? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all humanity has recently like ha has briefly disappeared at some point. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> all right. But anyway, uh back to slingshot. I also was like seeing Mac in this, like, it, it triggers memories of, like, all the shit that happened with him in season four, and god, that shit was fucked. I mean, what about May? I mean, oh my god, seeing May in here was uh, so weird. I mean, I don't know. I like how I like how May is handled in this. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, like Agent May is like my third favorite character in this show. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick a. It's hard for me to make a hierarchy of characters in this show because, um, like, most of them are really fucking great. That's true. I like when I say like my favorite character their favorite character. It's, like, really close together. Yeah, it's like Daisy's great, Fitz is great, Simmons is great, like, May is great, Coulson's great, Mac is great, Yo-Yo's great. I but, mean, it's um, like... May in the one... No, one shot. Uh, slingshots. Or probably, like, it's definitely of why I love Agent May. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna rat out... Rat you out, but... Like, just I, disappointed. Yeah, like, I'm disappointed you were sloppy, and I want you to think about that while you're on your flight to go do whatever it is you're gonna do. 
I just love how May is complaining, like, bro, you're a terrible spy. This is, this is just peak, uh, this is an Agent May moment. Yep. And, uh, I love it. I love every second of it. So, um, bottom line, though, uh, I love this, it's great, I don't think it needed to be a miniseries, but whatever. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it happened. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. So, I think we can get into the critic ratings of it now. Um, we have the nicest um, IMDb ratings we have ever gone. A 6.9. Eh. And um, 94% of Google users like this show. I'll give it... I'll give it a flat 8. So, through all these re-recordings, I usually pulled up my old audio. I couldn't be bothered because he rated it in the middle just like now. Yeah. So, um, you know what? 7.8. Too much water, eh? Why do I feel like we could have made this joke already in the, our last recording? Who knows? Certainly not any of our listeners because they don't have access to that last recording. I might look at that um, later just to um, you won't. confirm or deny my suspicion. You won't. Probably not. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so now we are going to start discussing the one-shot. Oh, um, there, there they are. Yeah, okay, so Lil I want the, the Lily over here to um, like just go through how each of these released, because they each released on a different... MCU movies DVD release as like Correct. a bonus feature. Um, so first we have the consultant that released with Thor. Do you want to just go through all of them or like, yeah, go through all of them. Okay. A funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer, Captain America, the first Avenger item 47, the Avengers, Agent Carter, Iron Man 3, All Hail the King, Thor, The Dark World, Team Thor Part 1, Captain America Civil War, Team Thor Part 2, Doctor Strange, Team Daryl, Thor Ragnarok. Right. And, um, there is kind of a new thing that Marvel has done with, like, Marvel is doing one-shots again in a really weird way. It's not like what they did before. Um... They're calling them special presentations now. And so far, they huh. have done two. Uh, they have done Werewolf by Night, and they have done the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And we will cover those at some point, but like that'll be probably sometime next year? Because it's going to take us till the end of the year to finish off Phase 3. I don't know. It could be... Um... 2025 i don't i'm not the keeper of time yeah no that's uh that's like three robot lizard people what how did you of all people not get that reference you watched loki okay it's been a while okay <laughs> sure okay so one shots Alright, so the consultant is a basically retcon one-shot that they absolutely had to make because the ending of The Incredible Hulk made no sense. 
Um, because, as we know, Bruce Banner was recruited to be a member of the Avengers. And how on earth does Tony Stark going to Thaddeus Ross to recruit Bruce Banner make any sense? Well, the answer is it doesn't. Um, so, the reveal that we get in The Consultant is that the World Security Council, or the UN, I can't remember which, it doesn't matter which, uh, wanted Blonsky on the team and was blaming Banner for the Harlem incident. And Blonsky, a.k.a. the Abomination, uh, was in Thaddeus Ross's custody. Um, and the whole idea here was for someone to be sent to pretend to want to recruit Blonsky, but really, they're just there to sabotage the entire deal in the first place, and that's, that's Tony. Like, that, that was what Tony was doing in that one shot. And, um... Yeah, it didn't go well it for worked. it. It didn't go well for the bar. I will say that, because uh, uh, yes, uh, rest in peace, bar. Yeah, like because Thaddeus Ross tried to have Tony Stark thrown out of the bar. Stark bought the place and then scheduled it for demolition on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the hell. Also, Shitwell is in this episode. In this one shot, uh, fuck you, Shitwell. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Don't ask why I'm randomly dying. Why are you randomly dying? I said not to ask. And that's exactly why I asked. Also, um, I believe I made the joke in the first recording, so I'm just gonna do it again. You know, that new name that you gave him doesn't really sit well with me. Shut up. Anyway, uh, I believe the next one is a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Um, Correct. This, okay, this sets up the Rothson Corporation. We did kind of actually see them earlier. Twice, actually. Um, so, when Tony, uh, when Iron Man and the Iron Monger are fighting in the first Iron Man movie, they actually destroy a Rothson Corporation truck in the process. And also, the Roxxon Corporation was the one of the sponsors of the race that Tony attends and gets attacked at in Iron Man Two. Damn, they're just um, they're just following Tony. Yeah, and then or Tony's following them. Yeah, and then because we've also covered Agent Carter, they were heavily involved in that. Like, um, just to the point where I can't even bother summarizing it. It's like they are involved in most of season two of that show. Though, I mean, how is this setting up the Roxxon Corporation? Well, to be fair, Agent Carter came out after this. So, okay. uh, this was just kind of, uh, for one, like, it features Roxxon in a more prominent role than they had been in an Iron Man 1 or 2. They just own a convenience store. Yes, but that is still more prominent than them being on a truck or a sponsor of a race event, and you literally have to just look or look around at like the advertisements around the racetrack to even know that. And it's like, yeah, a, a fly is uh, technically bigger than a plankton. 
I mean, it's more like a penny is technically bigger than a dust mite. <laughs> but, yeah. like, the, it, it also kind of exists to set up Coulson's skills. But regardless, Roxxon Corporation, it's it's been, like, lightly t- tapped at um, a couple of times in the movies. There is some big stuff in Agent Carter and some other tiny stuff in other show, MCU shows. All of this is going to pay off in Captain America Brave New World, so look forward to that. He's still getting movies? It's not him. Ah. Alright, so... Item 47. Well, just one other thing. I thought it... Uh, I, I thought the, oh. the thing, that one shot was pretty funny. It's like, oh, I also have this gun. You'll probably be needing that. Uh, uh, Coulson is just too skilled that he needed to be nerfed. Yeah, too OP, please nerf. Um, I think Coulson is a bit too uh, OP even with the, with that nerf. Um, uh, admins, uh, can we can we please ban? No, don't ban Coulson. Coulson's great. Hell, no, like- no, we're, we're we're just banning him from competitive matches. Oh, so you're just banning him from the movies. <laughs> MC already did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did it after a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Um, item 47. Yeah, so item 47 is set after the Avengers. Um, it's like two people randomly find a uh, Chitauri weapon and they manage to actually get it working and they are robbing banks. Uh, and then they are caught by Agent Shitwell, and then subsequently recruited to S.H.I.E.L.D. This is really a, like, a backdoor pilot to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They wanted to test the waters to see how a TV show around Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would go over. And then that- I just thought about now. What? So, was his actual goal to recruit them with Hydra? I'm not sure. And getting those weapons with Hydra? I'm not sure about that. Um, I don't think these agents were with Hydra when we saw them in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I honestly can't remember, because they're not the main focus. Yeah. I mean, it just... I don't know. It gets my mind working, you know? Yeah. Like, what was his actual goal? From recruiting them. Because clearly it was not the better men of S.H.I.E.L.D. He didn't give a crap. Yeah. He was an ass. Uh, you could say he was a shit. Well. Yours was worse. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't really have much more to say about this. This was a... It was just a test to see if uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would work. Speaking about another test... Yeah, so we get one-shot Agent Carter. This is different to the TV show one-shot. This is different to the TV show Agent Carter. And yes, both are canon. I know there are people who like to say the TV shows aren't canon at all. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because Marvel has been consistently stating that the shows are canon. And until they confirm that they're not, I'm going to say that they are. The only person yeah. the only person I know of at Marvel 
who has said that the shows aren't canon is Anthony Mackie, the actor who plays the Falcon. And he's just the Falcon. Yeah, like, he's just an actor. What the heck does he know? But yeah. Um, though, re-watching this actually um, made me re- realize something. What's that? The person that was with Stark while, like, um, like, the end of this, at, after the credits, um, Stark was, uh, shown with someone, and they were talking about bikinis. Mm-hmm. Didn't that guy appear in, uh, season two of, um, Agent Carter? I'm not sure. <laughs> but something I want to say here, like, just to further establish, yes, the shows are canon, I'm sorry, why on earth would, like, during Avengers Endgame's time travel scenes, why on earth would they get the same person to play Jarvis, when Jarvis did not previously have a human playing him in any of the other, like, it, it, there was no human Jarvis in any of the other movies. So, why on earth would the same actor be playing him in Avengers Endgame? Mm. See, that that's something people don't like. And then people argue whether or not the one-shot can be discounted if the TV show is canon. No, uh, the TV show, very first episode, says Howard Stark had a delay founding S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, due to thefts at Stark Industries. So, both are canon. The show takes place a month after, Agent, uh, after the one-shot. The only real question is where the hell the, uh, the chief from the one-shot went. To hell, apparently. Yeah, it's like... Now, maybe he, was, he was just so embarrassed after the one-shot. That he quit? He, he Yeah, he just quit. <laughs> that would be fucking great, because the guy was an asshat, and Chief Dooley was great. Didn't he die? Wow, spoilers. No, no, I, I, I actually, I legitimately could not remember. I mean, yes, but spoilers. <laughs> Damn, sorry. I just could not remember for the life of me. Yeah, but, um... Anyway, that I, I feel like that's about it for Agent Carter. She's a badass, and unfortunately, I think that's the last we're going to see of the main universe, Agent Carter. Um, um, all all hail the phony. Yeah, all hail the king. Um, this was like a tie-in to Iron Man three, and it's like, oh yeah, you pre- uh, it, it it's like dealing with Trevor Slatter Slattery, and he it's. It's like, oh yeah, you pretended to be the Mandarin, and now he's coming after you. And that's what this is. If I'm being honest, I almost feel like um, this is in response to the backlash Iron Man 3 got. It might be. So especially for like how close it was to Iron Man three and how far away the payoff actually came, I think it was just to reassure fans that hey, the Mandarin will be coming. I mean, a lot of payoffs uh, to things in Phase one and a lot of payoffs to all these one shots are like only coming to fruition like now. Like some stuff at the start of Phase four, some stuff still hasn't even paid off yet. 
But you see what I mean? Like, it's just way too convenient that it's right after Iron Man 3. I don't know. It could have been planned. That's true. But either way, it definitely um, helped ease everyone after what they did with Iron Man 3. Eh, it helped ease some Probably. of the people that ended up watching it. A lot of people never watched these. In fact, I never oh. watched them until, like, very, very early 2023. Like, it was January um, 2023 when I watched all of these for the first time. I mean, it eased the people that bought uh, Thor the Dark World on DVD. Ah, yeah. Who the fuck bought Thor the Dark World on DVD? People who never had a chance to see it in theaters? I don't know if I'd do that. Sorry. But anyway, what's the next one? Oh, god damn, I literally just went off that tab. Um, okay, now we just get to the best part. Debatable, but... Uh, oh, hell is debatable. Uh, Team Thor Part 1. Alright, I'm... And then, of course, 2, and then Team Daryl. Okay, so Team Thor Parts 1 and 2 and Team Daryl are not in the main timeline. I want this to be incredibly clear. These are not canon to the main MCU. They are a separate universe. Maybe they'll get referenced in the multiverse saga at some point. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Um, because this universe actually does have a designated number, I think. Uh, it could actually be a, te a, a temporary reality number. Which, uh, in that case, that's just something that the fans have come up with. I think you told me that it was just a temporary reality number. No, I said it could be. Um, no, I mean, like, I think you've told me before that it was. No, because um, I'm not actually sure. And I, ne I know for sure I didn't look it up after our last recording of this. Hmm. Okay. But regardless... Uh, it could get referenced at some point in the Multiverse Saga. I know they're planning on referencing a lot of other Marvel works, and from what I know, like, uh, the new Spider-Verse movie now canonizes that those movies are connected to the MCU, which means that the Spider-Man PS4 game is also connected to the MCU through the Multiverse. Yay! <laughs> so, like, that's a thing. What about the Spider-Man 2? Um, um, no idea. I haven't seen the movie yet. Or that. I'm trying to... Um, the Spider-Man 2, um, the infamous game. Actually, I'm pretty sure that just retelled the plot of Spider-Man 2. But whatever. Yeah, but regardless... Um, what Team Thor and Team Daryl, this covers, like... A period of time where Thor is on Earth. Um, between the events of Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok. We know he was on Earth at this time. Um, kind of living with Jane for a while. And we get a little more context about that relationship ending. Because we know from watching Thor Ragnarok that that relationship ended. Um... But we get a little more context about that, how it ended and everything in Thor Love and Thunder. But uh, this is here to explain uh, what happened after it ended. Kinda. Yeah. 
I mean, technically, in the main timeline, he could have also um, stayed with a person named Daryl. Yeah, he could have. The problem with these, uh, with this trilogy here is mainly Bruce Banner, who shouldn't be here. I'm sorry, can I just mention how much I love how Bruce Banner's like, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to join your pissing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to join your dick measuring contest. <laughs> I love it, but I just love how Thor's just like uh, my my two my two friends, um, Iron Man and uh, Captain America, are fighting. Also, I love how like they don't know where he is, and that is like an actual like question that is asked of them in Civil War. It's like. Do either of you know where Thor is right now? And they're like, no. Little does anyone know he's actually on Earth. Little, no, little to know that um, Thor is actually sad that um, that no one contacted him. Yeah. Which I just find fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's great. And then we get... Uh, it, we get a lot of funny scenes with Thor and this Daryl guy, and Thor being an awful roommate, which just, of course, he would be. Um, I, I, I still have uh, Thor as a roommate. At least, he'd had, at least he's not like um, that other guy who literally just murdered someone. Yeah, because uh, we, we eventually get Thor Ragnarok happens, and Thor is just fucking gone. He disappeared. Um, but guess who didn't? Yeah, the Grand Master. Somehow, in this universe at least, he doesn't die. It's unclear if he's dead in the main universe. He's pretty powerful. He probably could make it out of that. But we don't know. I, I, I still bet on his death. Fair enough, I guess, but, but we will see. But in this in this timeline, movie, something... um. Is probably not what actually happened in what we see in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Because now he's on Earth living with Daryl. See, and I have questions about these... Uh, I have questions about the timeline that these three one-shots take place in. But I'm not really going to discuss those questions yet. I'm going to wait until we get to Loki to ask these questions. Um, for I'll be honest... Like, if any of these were not canon, I would definitely say the Team Thor, just because of how they play out. They're more comedy, like, they're more comedy sketches than actual content. Yeah, like, all of these other one-shots, and even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slingshot, they feel canon. Whereas these- This doesn't. Yeah, these, th these don't, but they're- whatever, the they're still fun to watch. Oh no, I, absolutely. I'm just saying that these just feel more like the actors uh, just getting in character and messing around. You know, actually... Which I love. You know, actually, the first time I saw these, I assumed they were canon. Um, and, huh. like, at the time, I was, like, really sleepy when I was watching them, and I didn't really think about how Hulk, like, how Bruce Banner could be on Earth. Um, so you want to know how I actually learned these weren't canon? Because... I never really thought about it much after watching them. How? A guy I watch a lot of content from, who he covers a lot of mm -hmm. MCU stuff, he uploaded a video uh, about 
Disney Plus adds the Team Thor trilogy to the mm-hmm. the MCU timeline, and he uh, like he m- did a whole lot to make this seem real. It was an April Fool's joke. Oh my god! Yeah, it was an April Fool's joke. He did a lot to make it seem real, like even saying that, like you know, they're only added to the timeline in certain regions. Which, like, gives you room to, like, actually believe it. It was a very well-crafted April Fool's joke, because he played it straight until the end of the video. Oh my god. And it was, like, a 15-minute video. It was fucking fantastic. Just, like, 14 minutes of that is just complete bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is... A- the actors were messing around, and someone decided to record it. Yeah. Um, and then they... Well, the thing is, they hired somebody to be Daryl. They hired a bunch of kids, too. Yeah. Like... Though, that that could also just been, um, take your kid... Take your kid to work day. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of hard to know what this is. I don't know, but... Our reality is the actor for Thor... Went up to a bunch of kids, um, acting or not, and talked about how um, he killed someone in cold blood. (laughs) Yeah, but whatever. I I enjoy these one-shots. And I will say, I do think uh, what Marvel's doing now with uh, Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I actually feel like I enjoy those more. I don't have a reference point. <laughs> yeah, well... I haven't watched those. Yeah, Werewolf by Night is certainly a trip, so we we will get to that. It, it, it feels tonally different from anything I've ever seen in the MCU. You know, if you guys still... If anyone that's related to the MCU, if you guys still paying Thor's actor, I, I want another... I want Team Thor Part 3, please. Thor is probably gonna get one more like solo movie and then be done. <laughs> that that's what it seems like to me. Um, like Chris Hemsworth has talked about how his like he feels that Thor's character arc is coming to a close. Um, and yeah, I very much agree. It it feels like Thor's character arc is pretty much over. Well, Loki's is um. Something. Well, I mean, main timeline Loki's character arc is over, but now we have a second and... Forced over. Yeah, it's... Well, I don't know. I feel like Loki's character arc truly ended with Ragnarok. Like, he did redeem himself in Ragnarok, I feel. At least a decent amount of the way. He, he finally does the right thing. I wonder um, how that will fare in the next movie. Yeah, well, the next movie is Black Panther, so it won't fare at all. <laughs> it won't exist. Yeah, but, um, God, I am very much looking forward to Black Panther. But with all that being said, though, I don't really think we have anything more. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, so, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, join us next month for Inhumans. Join us also next month for Black Panther. Uh, 
two months for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, next week for The Lion King, and spoilers, Moana. <gasps> spoilers. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we literally only know this because we had to re-record the episode. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be able to tell you that Moana was coming. I mean, we, we, I mean, I know I acted surprised in, um, Lion King recording. <laughs> yeah, it was very... This is no effing way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very surprising, but if you want to know why it was surprising, you'll have to listen to our Lion King recording, because we talk about why it's surprising that it landed on it. And just a little fun piece of trivia, we're recording the Moana episode tomorrow at the time of, like, when we're recording this, so... <gasps> It's me gasping. Oh, yeah, sure. Wow. But all right. Uh, With all that being said, I've been Avery, that has been Lily, and we will be seeing you.